This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Fan Podcast. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Wednesday Week. Um... I know you're all thinking that this is not the smooth tones of fudge, uh, and you're right. The host for the evening is me, Ash, and uh, much like any great third-choice keeper, I may drop some clangers, but I've always got the chance to pull out a blinder. So excuse any Fs and Jeffs, and we'll uh, we'll see how we go. Um, tonight, you've got the pleasure of um, a new member of the Wednesday Week family. Uh, it's Holly. Um, welcome, Holly. Um, Hello. Nice to speak to you. Can you just give everyone uh, a bit of background yourself and your obvious love for Wednesday, if you don't mind? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, my obvious love for Wednesday. Well, I'd, I'd started support, well, I'd go into the games in the mid-90s when we were good, and it's been all downhill from there, really. So it's my fault, and I accept that. That's fine. <laughs> I think we're all. I, I think there's quite a few sports like that. Uh, I think there's only. Yeah. Ben, I think there's only Ben who was born on the right side. The, the right side of. Uh, but he's just had all rubbish, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but well. yeah, uh, so we've been going and sitting in the worst view at Hillsborough all this time. We can't see anything that happens, so we just shout random stuff, and some of it's right. You're not behind one of the uh, the stanchions <laughs> on the cop, are you? No, no, we're up the, on the very front row of the cop. We can't even see if it's a box or anything, so we just shout randomly anyway. So. Oh, that's good. Ah, well, it's good to uh, welcome you on there, and uh, we'll have some fun along the way. Uh, also tonight, um, we're joined by the, each end of the age spectrum. So we've got the, the youth. <laughs> we've got the youth of the pod. This is Ben. Hi, Ben. I'm good. Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get and um, the what should the twilight? Should we call that Simon? The the (laughs) (laughs) I can get away with it. Hey, I'm still in my forties. I've got three weeks left. (laughs) 
How are you, Simon? I'm all right, mate. I'm good. I'm good. Good, good, good. Right. Well, um, we'll start, shall we? So, um, first league game of the season, Cardiff away, tricky tie. Um, and to be honest, I think uh, I think on the last pod, I think I I was going to be happy with a draw, but uh, it didn't happen like that, did it? So. Uh, Go on then, Simon. What were your thoughts? I'll let you go first. I just please. say that you were Mr. Positive Pants last week and you said actually a nil-nil, I think you said. Yeah, and I was that was positive. Be, that was positive. I was to be negative and I actually said we're going to win 2-1. So, to be honest, I actually I should have the plaudits if being the positive one. 2-0, I didn't, I didn't actually expect it, to be honest. I thought you were right with a draw, but to actually uh, come out of there... First game, we were completely unknown, weren't we? We discussed tactics, and or we didn't discuss tactics last week because we didn't know how we were going to play. Really pleased with that result. I think we got the goals at the right time, four minutes and 44 minutes. Um, yeah. Really good time, you know, settle the nerves, then just before half-time. And then second half, talking to Ben earlier, weren't we? And I think we controlled it in the second half. Played really well. So it was a good start, a really good start. And minus nine points now, so, which is yeah. good. Yeah, unlike, uh, unlike my waistband, the points is going down. Yeah, my uh, mine's expanding and not uh, not going down. But uh, Holly, did you manage to catch the game? What's, what, what do you think? I didn't, uh, I didn't manage to catch the game, but someone did run over to tell me that we'd already scored. Well, they said, have you seen the score? And I'm like, oh no, what's happened? <laughs> I thought, no, it's us. <laughs> so, you know, uh, are, we, are we classing this that we're on a run now? <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Picked, oh, yeah, yeah. the table yeah, straight yeah. away. Yeah. And are we? Oh, no. Still there. <laughs> well, if we, if, we count, uh, if we count in pre-season against Leicester as well, I think we're on a pretty good run. So, well, yeah. yeah I, I, it I might think... be his longest one, so let's cling to it. <laughs> that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. Good <laughs> this is the longest one this year. <laughs> Hey, yeah, that's not hard. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> did you manage to catch the highlights or anything, Holly? Did you was anything you read or uh, heard to impress you about it? Is this something that stands no, out? No, again, you don't. I really didn't know what to expect because I, the signings were weren't ones that I thought we would sign. So then, trying to figure out how that was going to happen. But actually, it's well. It clearly, it works better than what was what was happening before. So I'm well. I'm the first, impressed. Yeah, yeah. The first uh, first goal was two new signing. Well, I know Windass is. We'll call him a new signing. Uh, combined to score. So yeah, you're right there. The the the, uh, the first first look of the new signings. Yeah, looking mm. like a good bit of business. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you, Ben? You were uh, no doubt you watched it because uh, I watched. Yeah, yeah, you you, you like your Wednesday, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Go on then, Ben. Um, Positive. What, what you got? Come on. First half, we've really just hit a mock break, so that that first goal typified it. Izzy Brown nipping in four minutes in, um, and we can hit teams on break with pace such as Windass up top, as as we saw once he got in front of Cardiff defence, were no stopping him. It was a really good finish into the bottom corner. Um, Second half, probably a better performance than the first half. Just control things, as Simon said, um, and solid defensively, which we have been now for, as you said, there's been Leicester, 
in pre-season and then the two cup games as well against Walsall and Rochdale that we'll come on to. Yeah, it's um, a good good defensive performance. As I say, we've, we've not, we'll get on to the others live, but to keep first game and to keep a clean sheet and, and to have uh, a semi-new defensive partnerships, I think it was quite a good positive. And the, and the second half, I think what I was impressed with was the pressure as well. I think that I think that's some. I think that's something that Monk's going to install. I think that is what, looking on the other games that we've played as well. I think it um, it looks like he wants them to pressure the opposition and make mistakes. And obviously, for the first goal, a wayward pass and Izzy Brown straight onto it, and uh, that's what you get into it. So well, I mean, he, he actually read it because it was going to the player, but he read read the pass into and he, he he put it down, and it was a great pass. I think Izzy Brown. Offers a, a great dimension to midfield. I think he, yeah, he's, 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 he's all he's, over and he's got pace, abundant pace, super. Yeah. Creativity as well. He stood out, stood out against Walsall, uh, again against Cardiff. So, yeah, he, he could really prove to be a really good sign in this season. And as you've said, pressing teams, eye pressers, there's so much more energy in, in this side than even one that we saw last season. I think that comes with signings that, that we've made. Izzy Brown, Windass, Kachunga, when when he's he obviously come on against Cardiff and played against Rochdale. And he's got something similar. I know he's wearing 45, but he's got that. <laughs> he's, but he's got a similar low centre of gravity to Forestieri and he's got a similar work rate as well off, off the ball. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's been a really positive start. It's just whether, whether that can carry on, but we'll hope it does. And if Jordan Rhodes is going to score, then that's a new signing as well. Well, <laughs> signed Jordan Rhodes. I don't want to say too much. Oh, why, why, Ben? You're a big fan of Rhodes, aren't you? <laughs> I, I, I watched him get a 30 minute hat trick at Forest last that's season. Forest. Uh, and then after that, I said, you know, if we can, uh, you know, sit in third, if we can have him score another 10 to 13 this season, it might be different. So, yeah, I'm not saying anything now. <laughs> No, because going back to that, but I think I think ninety nine percent of Wednesday fans would have gone. That's who we've signed. That's what we want. The goals he took as well, especially his first finish in the bottom corner, brilliant mm. goal. Um, and yeah. then and then to get to get his goal as well. And I'm like, yeah, hopefully. Because I, 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 I exactly, I've got nothing against the guy. And obviously, it's, some of his performances have been abysmal. Nothing short of. But we know, I think everyone knows that he's a striker. He's proven there's somebody in there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely so, right. Some, there's got to be something that's going to click. Uh, if it's there's, there's two things here, isn't there, Ash? There's, the firstly is the players know what they've got to do because we're, we're, we're now minus nine points. So they know we've got to go out there and win. We've got, to, we've got to try and strike them points off as quick as possible and get to zero while the teams in front of us are stuttering. And, 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 then, and then hopefully build on that. So everybody knows we've got to go out and we've got to try and win every game. So we're not going to go down this route of trying to be defensive. And secondly as well now, we've got a, a backroom staff I think, you know, where he's got his backroom staff he wants now. And by all accounts, listening to, looking at Twitter and Facebook, etc., it would appear that he's got the one he wanted, which was, was BT by the side of him and by all accounts he seems to be this general he's stood up on touchline shouting all the time barking instructions out and he seems to be really involved with getting the players going now if that's what they're doing during a match imagine what they're doing during training as well there's half of that 
if all that enthusiasm rubs off on players, then we're going to create a, an enthusiastic team. And unfortunately, I never felt that Bullen and the other backroom staff we had before had that amount of enthusiasm. It was almost like, for me, Bullen was just like, well, I've got this job, I've had this job for ages. When he gets sacked, I'll get main job again until the next one comes in. We've actually got a proper backroom staff, which we had under Steve Bruce, and we saw some changes there. So I think that's linked as well. So you've got a really good, what I think will become a really good backroom staff. Plus, we're focused. There's a focus there, isn't there? We've got to get rid of them points to stay up. Simple as that. Yeah, I think Andrew Andrew Hughes has been a big part of that as well. As you've said, we beat her. Andrew Hughes never seems to stop on the sideline, and yeah. Which and another thing I think we should mention is what we saw after the Cardiff game and after the warm up in the Rochdale game, the huddle that, yeah. that they're getting into. Which yeah, you could see it as a token gesture, and it's where it, whether how that works when if we you know, lose 4-0 on Saturday yeah. or something. But but it, it's, for me, it's a positive and it's showing togetherness that mm-hmm. this group seems to have, which is more togetherness than I think we've seen, bar, barring the 2015-16 season, probably that we've seen for years and years. Mm. Um, do, you, do you think that with on uh, on Twitter, uh, obviously it's it's not, it's done for the team, but obviously that transcends the the, the Supporters see it exactly what you've just mentioned. But the supporters see it, saying, "Look, they are a bit of a unit. They've got something positive. There's a more of a family feel uh, and all this." So, like, do you do you find that Holly on on Twitter? You know, when you go on and you, I know at the minute we've had some good results, so it's all it's all positive on there. But if you look on there, a lot of fans have have made note of how positive and how um, it seems together that the team are with these like. I don't know, shows of affection, can you say, to, to each other? Yeah. <clears throat> Fans love to see these kind of things, though. We buy into it. We love it, don't we? Um, before, when Barry Bannon's been the captain, and, like, in the odd game, he has done huddles before as well, so I don't know if that's actually a Barry Bannon sort of thing. Um, he does love that sort of, like, I don't, I don't like, a, like you say, a show of... So you, the fans love it as well, and they're like, "Yeah." So you telling, so you're telling me a short Scottish angry man likes a man huddle? Well, that's how. <laughs> don't they, we all? You never know. You don't know what he's doing in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it is a Barry Bannon thing, um, but it could be it it could really affect, like you say, the team spirit and things, and it could affect how fans. Supporters, I do think that fans sort of were a bit divided before, and not divided, but when the team didn't look like a team, then the fans didn't look like a team alongside them. So I think it could really, it it could be like that season when Megson was in charge, and then they were all they all seemed like they were all together, and that really worked. It really helped the performances, didn't it? Like it really? Yeah. Well, we <laughs> hope so because we've, we're the minute we've we're, yeah. we're taking uh, one for one in the league, and we should have been top for for an hour at least. And as, as not, I mentioned, yeah. And it was, <laughs> and it looks funny because someone someone did tweet, and it looks like we're on plus two, 
and there was like minus four, minus three, but we're still bottom. And we're in the green on the goal difference, but hey-ho. <laughs> won't be soon, though, will it? So, like, obviously with the Cardiff result, uh, two great goals um, from our, well, <coughs> excuse me, our new signing, uh, Windass. So, obviously, uh, on Twitter, in the news and everything, that the transfer window is still open. So, what, what are your thoughts, everybody, on um, incomings for the strikers? We're going we're gonna to look at, obviously, strengthening that department. We've been a bit short. Obviously, everyone's crying because uh, knew who's not coming back. That's a definite sign for somebody else. Another club. How dare he? But, uh, yeah, so, go on, Ben. I know you like a bit of, you love a new player at Wednesday. I keep mentioning to you on the WhatsApp. So, who, who's your thoughts? Who do you think? Or what's your thoughts on the potential of some of these names? Well, the one, one that we've heard about mainly has been Kenneth Soho, which... It were it were really good for Cardiff in first season. One of my mates at Ewan is a big Cardiff fan. He said he would, as Kadeem Harris has said today in an interview, that he's got potential to be unplayable, which he were really for Cardiff in that first season. Um, big is big imposing physical presence, which is sort of striker that we need now. Obviously, Fletcher's gone, Atty's gone. Um, is this so we are his goals? I mean, I've got. I'm not a stat man, as you all know, uh, but he got three in 17 last season. Now, that's yeah. not... That's not... <sighs> Sounds like someone would sign, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> very true. He's very the man true, for but, us. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it doesn't set you on light, uh, on fire, does it? Don't, don't get those... Oh, look at this. He, he's, got, he's got a good goal rating, goal per games. So, no. do you think it's going to be his, play, his actual play rather than his goals, you reckon? Probably. He's not really been prolific since that first season for Cardiff. Even second season for Cardiff and at West Brom. Uh, both sets of fans have said that he's, he's got a tendency to look or be disinterested. Um, but he's still only 26. And he's got 26 goals and 10 assists in his 94 championship appearances. I've stepped up as stat man now. So. Yes, I like it. So I'll, I'll probably be getting a gif off Lord Hillsborough at some point. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, just shout out to Lord Hillsborough. Thank you very much for that. It, <laughs> it made the WhatsApp group very interesting. Thank you. <laughs> but away from his goals, yeah, he's probably got. He, he might be that player that we need. He's six foot two, big big lad. So we rode some Windass and Kachunga who were all six foot and under. Yeah. He, he's sort of player we need, but. There has been the rumour that sticking point is wages, which, if that's yeah. going to be a problem, I'd, I'd look elsewhere. I won't yeah. be I won't be that bothered if if we didn't get him, but yeah, if we can't get him, it's I'd, go for it. I did see on Twitter earlier today that Derby are now the favourites to sign him. I don't know how true that is, but yeah, they've they've gone ahead. So, um, well, I, I, I I'm, I'm the same. I think anybody's in any. Not anybody, but any bodies uh, are going to be an improvement with, with of nobody we've got. So I mean, any any other names, Simon? Have you have you seen anywhere I'm not, that? I've not actually had a real look at who else we might be interested in. To be honest, being quite quiet this week on Twitter in regards to any sort of rumours, mm. I'm not going to hunt him for any. Um, we do need that sort of big target man up front now. I think that is the missing part in the jigsaw. Um, looking at 
look, we can only tell after two, three games, but looking at the players who've come in and they've all had mixed reports and so far they all seem to have gone against those mixed reports as it stands, um, then if, if he does come to us, then I think we could make him into taking back to the times at, at Cardiff. But we don't want to be signing somebody who wants a fortune per week because we don't want to go into that issue that we had with Fletcher a few years ago where he came in and then a certain other player decided to start cycling into work um, to, and then spat dummy out and won't go down to Norwich. You know, we, we, we want a team where we haven't got that division due to people being paid five grand a week more than somebody else. We want a United team. Um, so if, if he doesn't want to come and Derby turn him on in regards to money, then he's not the sort of player we want. We want a player who wants to come and play for us, don't we? Not just somebody yeah. who wants to take the money and piss off. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think it's well documented uh, everywhere. Wednesdays uh, probably struggle to pay any sort of wages. And that's where the signings that we've, we've made are going to be hungry for obviously the minus 12. They knew they were signing for that. Yeah. They knew they were coming in. They know that we can't afford um, to pay big money. So whoever does come in and they are willing to accept, I don't know, £500 and half a Mars bar, then we'll take them. And I think that's where we're at. It's, it's sad to say that, but if we can't pay the money that no doubt some championship strikers are wanting, then we're going to have to cut our cloth accordingly. And Don't forget, it's not that we can't afford, can't afford to buy these players. It's that the, the AFL aren't letting us spend that sort of money anymore. You know, it's, it's, yeah. we, we have got deep pockets. It's just that they've been sewn up by a stupid rule. So, you know, we, we, can, we can afford to pay these players if we weren't bound by what we've just had 12 points taken off us for. So this is the problem, isn't it? You know, it's an unfair playing ground. And we've, we've spoken about this hundreds of times, so there's no point going on about it. But yeah. you're absolutely right. We need players who are hungry. And we want players who come and look at it and go, I want to play for them. And that's what I think we've got. That's why we've we, 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 we turned a couple of performances in we have to start getting rid of those points. So they're what we're wanting. So if there's somebody else out there who's a striker, who's a big lad who wants to prove themselves, then, you know, <laughs> tall. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 not, uh, yeah. not, uh, n- not challenged. Uh, yeah, the other way. I um, so, so I mean, strikers. Obviously, they're going to be hard to come by. The ones that we're sort of wanting, and I, I don't like I said. Twitter is where everyone usually gets all their information from, and it has been a bit quiet. For Zahor, obviously, is is the one. Um, Forgive me, because I am rubbish with names. And but I do see we have signed uh, a young striker from, well, free I think, but he was at Everton. Is that right? Yeah, so yeah. I've not, to be honest, I've not seen anything on it, and I, and I doubt anyone has, apart from Ben. Ben, have you seen much of uh, our new young striker? <laughs> no, I haven't actually. I haven't seen. Oh, you've much. let me down, mate. Let me down. I've probably <laughs> pronounced his name. Go on, oh, go on then. His second name, Adi Doyen, I'd, I'd pronounce it as. What about his first? Coyote. Yeah, something like that. Coyote. Coyote, yeah. Yeah, Coyote, yeah. Yeah, so he's a one for the future, obviously. We've we've signed, so this is someone that hopefully, with, well, I suppose we'll come to it, but, you know, a, 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 maybe get a cup game, come on for a, a few minutes, like, like we'll get to Rochdale. Um, 
So let's uh, let's let's move on from the striking situation and um, move on to our another cup game that we had. So we might as well review the games as we're going. So um, Rochdale, another uh, we played away, another win uh, in the picturesque town of Rochdale. If you've ever been, it's lovely um, to pass through. That is. Um, go on, anyone? Did anyone watch it? Go on, who paid you ten pound? Don't all shout at once. Don't. <laughs> well, that's 30 quid they didn't get. That's 30. <laughs> and, a, and along with my 700 quid for my season ticket, they're not getting either. So that's, that's another thing. Um, so let's go on then. What do, highlights did you see of the Rochdale, Simon? Um, yeah, I watched the highlights this afternoon. Um, and I was, I, I was really, really... All right, it was Rochdale, but they're a potential banana skin, aren't they? You know, they've got a half-decent side. I didn't realise that Brian Barry Murphy was their manager. Yeah, so, yeah, an old Wednesday boy. Wednesday yeah. player. Um, I thought they looked superb Wednesday, certainly in the second half. My God, went for the keeper. Um, mm. We would have battered them. It would have been 8 or 9 nil. So we played really well. The lad from City, who we signed... Is it just that? I'm just, I'm just calling him Bash. Well, that's what he does. Isn't it? That's what Fizz. he does. Fizz. I think right, it's Bash. And he's it's Bash. Bash. <laughs> so he's quick and he's big and he, he oh, good on the ball. I think he's really, really one to for you know. To, he'll he'll get into the Wednesday. He'll get into the first team this season. I think he's Def- a really good signing. Definitely. Really good signing. And can you? I, I totally agree with that, Simon. Could you name the last? Oh, 10 years, another player that we've had like that. No. That you think that you, and you think it's what we've been after. That is definitely. It's that Modi Army that we've been after for, for five or six years. Really. Oh, we've been after him, all right, but not, not, mm. not, to, not to play. <laughs> <laughs> but it is that we, we've been yeah. wanting that big, powerful midfielder. You can see why he's been likened to Yaya Toure, really, yeah. at City, because he obviously he's. He's a poor man, yeah, Toria. That's why he's playing for us. But he's someone who can carry the ball over 30, 40 yards and, and be knocking people out of the way while he does it. To go through City's youth squad, youth team, and get to where he got, I know he's signed for us permanently. He's no mug. He's going to be a decent player. They don't, they don't sign rubbish. So he, and, and he, did, he just looked superb. But then again, Alex Hunt. I thought Alex Hunt had a great game. I thought Reach was unlucky. He should have scored two or three goals. He had some really good attempts on goal. Um, and it was great to see uh, Kachunga. I thought he looked really lively. He looked lively when he came on against Cardiff. And that, that cross from Palmer for his header was absolutely superb. Absolutely superb from Palmer. Yeah. And that's something that we, we haven't seen enough of from Palmer, I think, in the last couple of seasons. His crossing has always been a bit, for me, a bit sus. But now it looks like obviously they're going to go for this wing back, a- wing back now. So he's got to, his delivery has got to be um, spot on. Um, so I, th- I think, I, yeah, I, I totally agree with everything you said, guys. I mean, the the performance was a complete performance, and I think I've I've had my doubts about Hunt, and probably the jury's still out. But yeah, equipped him himself very well. I think he played well. So, but then. Alex's only problem is the fact his stature. 
I mean, he, he, he looks like he looks like a twelve-year-old, doesn't he? I mean, I bet if I got Ethan stood side by side, there wouldn't be a great deal of difference. He's tiny, isn't he? And yeah. I think that's where he, he, he. I don't know how old is he. Is he still in his teens? Is he still in his teens? No, he's twenty. Uh, twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he, he's got still got some developing he's growth than to go on, hasn't he? But. <laughs> can you imagine Alex Hunt though against somebody like um, Delhi? You know, if he was if he was like up against him, yeah, we won't have a chance because he's just his stature. He's he's so small. And that's I suppose that's I suppose that's different role of players. So he's more of a Barry Bannon role, which mm. similar sort of stature as well. Mm. So for me, I don't. I think it's a different role to. He needs he needs somebody he needs a Luongo and a Deli Bashiru next to him. Definitely. But but it, it's same with Barry Bannon really in terms of stature. Yeah, yeah. And that'll come with time as well, won't it? He'll just mm. he'll he'll know when and where to, you know his position will get a little bit better in regards to being away from players, so he isn't immediately going to have it nipped off him by some lurch in the middle of midfield. So, but um, I thought it was a really good performance from start to finish. Bearing in mind. The young lads we had in that team. Yeah, yeah, that's that, and that's that's the question I was gonna. I'm gonna put that to Holly. So, um, young lads playing for Wednesday, Holly. Um, I'll ask your thoughts on them playing, not your other thoughts that you may have against the, the Wednesday players. Um, so, like, obviously, it's given a, it's given games for Shaw, Brennan, and Hunt, and obviously, like, are we going to go for Bash? Are we going to give him Bash? Because I know. I know yeah, I think they all call him Fizz, aren't they? On Instagram yeah. and Twitter, but yeah, I like, I like Bash because that's what he does. He doesn't Fizz. Fizz is a bit like a Prosecco, isn't it? Bash is more like a 6.5 IPA that you'd have a couple of and uh, <laughs> puts you on your knees. But yeah, what, what do you think, Holly? The new guys, the, the new guys and the, the young guys, should we call them? And the new guys, yeah. It, can, it can only be a good thing to have young players that are hungry and actually want to play for us. It can only be a good thing. You can't, like, I think we cling on to players that we like too long and it gets really stale and we still insist that we love them to bits and we need to keep them. And then it's only when you actually get rid of them and you get some new young players in that you realise what you're missing out by sticking with the same squad all the time. And I think it'll be, it'll be really good to see them grow into, as long as we don't train it out of them, grow into, <laughs> <laughs> like we sometimes do, grow into being our players. Like, it works, and sometimes it doesn't work, but I think changing it up and bringing in some young players alongside Barry Bannon and some other uh, more experienced players can only be a positive. I mean... Watching the highlights from these last few games, we've had chances from set pieces that have actually, it's worked. Our like, it's almost worked. Like the keeper had a good game, obviously the Rochdale keeper. It's almost worked. Where since Christmas, our set pieces, well, probably all of last season, the set pieces of either corners have hit the first man or gone way long. And yeah. like, how many? Chances from actual set pieces have we had last season compared to now? Those in the highlights that were actually trying stuff that that could work. Mm. I think that's just it's an exciting thing to see happen. Well, not see, 
in person, but <laughs> to actually <laughs> see him try and stuff, <laughs> it's, yeah. it could be really, really good. Yeah, it was a, it was a well-worked uh, movement for uh, Windass's goal. I think, yeah. uh, was it was it Reach? Sorry, just, it was Reach. Yeah, it? it was Reach, and yeah. I think he, put, he yeah. pointed to the far post to say, look, it's not the two arms like Barry Bannon type thing, but he just pointed to say back post and he just put it into the near post and it was a cracking finish from Windass. And I'm uh, I'm liking the look of him. I'm, I'm liking what yes. he's doing, where he's going, what positions he's getting in. Uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, we didn't see his true potential last season with his injury. Um, but I think this season, I think signing him early and uh, getting in games, I think he's going to do well for us. Yeah. So, um, I, I did say there weren't going to be any stats tonight, but I've got a quick stat attack for you. So, it's really rubbish. No, it's not. It's great. This is Lord Hilder is going to have to pick who he uses for his gift. <laughs> so, um, the total numeric value of the squad numbers on the bench against Rochdale added up to 207. <laughs> there you are. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's well, it. That's, all. That's it. You managed yeah. to read the new EFL numbers then, Ash, because they are a yeah. bit weird. I had to get, I've got one of these new scientific calculators I've pinched off my lad what he has for school and I've had to use that. I can't, I can't, I can't add up too much. But, uh, <laughs> well, that's it. So it's been drawn and we've got Fulham away. So is anyone making the trip? Don't all shout ones. Yeah, so Fulham, they, they uh, squeezed past Ipswich, I believe, uh, this week. So, uh, quick one then, quick prediction for, for the cup one. Go on then, and I'll go with Ben first. Go, quick. Fulham, away, cup. Yeah. 2-0 yeah. loss. Simon? I'll go for a 1-0 loss. And Holly? Oh, well, I'll go for a 1-0 win. Yes. We're on a run. That's it. Holly's got a positive pants on, so that's it. And I, I am actually, I'm, I'm actually going to go for a draw and then lose on penalties. Oh, you're all rubbish. That's probably the best way. I'd, that, I'd that, rather. Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, and then obviously we haven't made that lovely trip to Fulham, which is quite a nice uh, ground actually for many as we've been. I quite like it. So, um, right. So we've uh, we've done the uh, the cup game. We've done the first league game. So we've come up to our second game and it's the first game at Hillsborough so uh, Watford are going to make the long journey up and uh, what, do, what do you think? We had a great away winner we've talked to and I believe uh, Borough had a, a narrow well what looks on paper a narrow 1-0 winning against Borough but um, I believe it was a bit, bit easier for him so uh, what do you think then? Uh, let's go with go on well ladies first what, do, what are you thinking about Watford at home, Holly? Uh, I know I just said that you were all rubbish for being negative. But <laughs> 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 uh, well, I've always... I don't know if this is true. I'm not a stats guy like all of you guys. <laughs> oh, believe me. Oh, we're not. We're not. I seem to have it in my head that we are pretty rubbish against Watford. As a general rule, um, but <laughs> you might be able to enlighten me as whether that's wrong or not. I've seen us lose against them many times, so I'm hoping it's going to be a better outcome. Because we're on a run, so I think I think that can be uh, 
when the new shirts uh, come out, Ollie, I think you're going to have on a run on the back of your shirt, I think. Yeah. I think that, that's <laughs> it. I think uh, not literally on a run, as in you're going to be running anyway, but just you, just that, because I think that's a good catchphrase you've coined for yourself on the first uh, on your first <laughs> outing, so I like that. Better than Dan's bloody rubbish. So, uh, <laughs> that uh, pretty uh, good. Was that all right? Oh, I, thought, yeah, good, I, thought, I thought Dan was in the room, man. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> well, we are from the same village, so I should sound a little bit. And he has been down south a few years, so um, yeah, he's probably a bit more posher. Is um, go on then, uh, Simon. Um, last time we played him was when Atty scored it last minute, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, it's the tweet that I Ben loved. I was there. I was there, um, and uh, they were just wheeling out the champions. Um, archway with all the balloons on to the left of us and we're wheeling it out and Atty came and hit it into the ground and it bounced up completely missed kicked it it was the worst finish went it back at net and we ended up three rows down absolutely went mental broke half a dozen seats as we went down and these blokes were wheeling this banner out went oh bollocks turned around and wheeled it back in again (laughs) (laughs) so that was I've always got this thought about uh, Premiership teams when they come down. That that they've. I mean, how long the Watford been up there now? Three or four years, is it? Three, four, four seasons, I think it is. Four seasons. Um, 2014-15, I think they got. Premier right. Okay. Yeah. They always tend to stutter at first. That the Premiership teams getting used to that Championship style of football. So I'd rather be playing them now than off. You know, halfway through the season when they suddenly you know go up a gear and realise. I mean, Watford have got an embarrassment of riches, haven't they? You know, not only yeah. on the pitch, but also in the bank account because they're selling off at players for huge amounts of money, plus their um, parachute payments. So, it, it, I think I'd rather play them now. Um, I think a lot of they've got a few injuries to the, the top players. Um, it was only a 1 0 um, last week, and then they drew with Oxford 1 all. I think they were losing against Oxford until the last minute and then beat them on penalties. So, positive pants on. Um, I'm, I'm hoping for a draw, but a cheeky 1-0 win would be nice. Um, come on, we've got, we've got the, the ganders up. We've, we've, yeah. we've won the last two. Again, what have we got to lose? We're, we're nine points adrift of everybody. We, we've got to go for it, haven't we? We can't go in, sit back and hope to get you know, a, a cheeky draw. When again, we need to get them three points. Three points on Saturday, minus six. Now, how good that would that sound? You know, everybody else would think it sounds shit, but to us, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? After two games, minus six. I think so this is yeah, the best time to play a Premiership team. I totally agree with you, Simon. And I think playing playing Watford now, when if we lose, that would still on minus nine, yeah. rather than in say two or three months when we're maybe on, I don't know, six, nine, ten points and we lose and we needed them points later on. I think exactly like you're saying, Watford now, uh, they don't know the championship. They, we've been in here long enough. We know it. We know what we need to do. So, and I, like you've said, the, the embarrassment of riches that they've got is, and I, I would prefer to play them now, especially at home as well. Not, not away. I think the first, not like, but the first game at home is going to be quite interesting to see. So it's going to be a good one. I think, uh, I know they've got some players out and they've sold a couple of players. So yeah, Ben, what are your thoughts? 
massive three nil um, win in it on the Wednesday. <laughs> As we've said, I'd, I'd be I'd be happy with a draw. Um, if if we if we do lose, I won't be that disappointed because they are a team that with a squad that they've got have to be aiming for the top two, if not to just win it outright. Because as you've said, they've got injuries. They've got Etienne Capou out, Pereira. I've I've wrote a list because they've got that 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 many Premier League players: Capou, Pereira, starting Dylan, eleven, aren't they? Danny Welbeck, Andre Gray, Troy Deeney, Will Hughes, Nathaniel Chalabar. So they've got more strikers injured than we've got at the club. Aye, yeah. <laughs> That's ben Foster in goal, oh. Craig Dawson, Ismail Yeah. If they, if they don't go up top two, then the, there'll be three managers sacked over this season, I reckon, at Watford, if they don't go up. So... If, good, if we can, if, if we can get a draw, brilliant. But if not, I won't be too disappointed. That's a good sweepstake to have at the bookies, that isn't it? How many managers will Watford go through in this season? It's, it's like jury service. <laughs> One of us is up next. They <laughs> <laughs> have got a bit of a reputation, but I mean, it it did work for them over the last what was it six seven years. But it just seems to be that they've got a bit of a itchy finger now when a couple of results don't go their way. So, not like uh, quite a few clubs are the same. So, uh, we've, we've heard our thoughts, us uh, blind Wednesdayites. We're, now we're going to, uh, by the magic of technology, our, uh, our own Dan Fudge has been speaking to Mike from the Watford podcast uh, from the rookery end. So, uh, take it away, chaps. The Wednesday week. Five friends, one football club. And about six jokes they just repeat over and over and over and over and over. Okay, so uh, my apologies for not joining you this evening. Uh, it's Ash and the gang taking you through tonight. But uh, earlier on today, I caught up with Mike from the Rookery End. Uh, thanks for joining us, Mike. How's it going? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Adjusting to life in the Championship slowly but surely. I'm all good, mate. Thank you. <laughs> well, to be fair, you've got a few quid to spend because I, I, I tell you what, not only have you got parachute payments, you've also got the money that we gave you for Alman Abdi and, uh, <laughs> and the money that Derby gave you for, let me get this right, Ikichi Anya. You must still be giggling in your boots for those two, won't you, Lee? Well, do you know what? I mean, Alman Abdi, I know uh, he, left, uh, he left Hillsborough under, under a bit of a cloud and, it, and it's one that's left us as Watford fans scratching, scratching our heads because for us... And I think you'll probably remember that most of us on Twitter when, when Sheffield Wednesday signing, signed him said what, what a great player he was. He was absolutely mm-hmm. instrumental in, in getting us out of the championship uh, five years ago. And uh, it's really disappointing from, from our end that, uh, that things didn't work out for him uh, at all. And Ikechiani was good as well. Everyone will remember the, uh, the Troy Deeney goal against, um, uh, against Leicester in the playoffs. Watford didn't go up that year, but one of the most monumental mm. moments in Watford's history. And Ikechiani played a, an integral part in that. So two good players there just didn't work out at their uh, respective new clubs, unfortunately for them. But uh, I suppose, uh, yeah, us having the money and the memories, uh, we're the winners there, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've done really well out of that. Now, um, I don't know if uh, with Watford we get the, uh, the same type of deal that you get with like a Starbucks card, where if we keep taking your players, we get one for free <laughs> or, or so, something to that effect. I mean, we've, we've had a, a history of Watford players in recent, year, in recent years with, with Abdi, Pudil and, uh, and Cheeky Nando, who I'm sure where we will get to at some point. But, I, uh, but thank you for joining us. And this is the Sheffield Wednesday week. 
that's not the name of the show. The Wednesday Week Big Nine. So, uh, Mike, I'm going to ask you nine questions, and uh, and hopefully you can give us an insight into uh, into the weekend's game. So, uh, number one, as always, who's the player to watch at your end? Who should we be looking out for? Well, he's the player that all Watford fans are are nervously checking social media about every minute of every single day. Um, far too good for the championship, probably far too good for Watford. And it's, it's doubtful whether he'll play actually at, at Hillsborough on Saturday. But if he does, um, Ismail Assar is just uh, the most mm-hmm. extraordinarily exciting uh, talent. As we, as we speak ahead of the game, uh, there is some, some genuine interest um, from Liverpool about him. And it's easy to see why. Electric pace, young, uh, an incredibly exciting career ahead of him. So, you know, Watford, it's, uh, Watford fans not really daring to dream that we're going to hang on to him at the moment. Uh, it's obviously a, a strange situation, isn't it, this, uh, this season with the, uh, with the transfer window extending long into the, the mm-hmm. start of the, the season. If, if he stays, he will be a massive part of, of Watford this season. And, and, and if they are to be successful, he'll be one of the big reasons. Um, him aside, um, it's a probably it's not the most exciting, but Will Hughes for me is just such a such a good player in the in the middle of the park. You know, you mentioned Watford recently, and people probably talk about Abdoulaye Coure as a, a midfielder. He's obviously moved on to um, to Everton, but Will Hughes is just incredibly talented. And I think because because of perhaps because of the way he looks, because of the way that most people sort of see him spending most of the time in in the Championship, he's not the most spectacular of players. He's one that probably goes under the radar a little bit, but he is he's absolutely fantastic. He, he he's going to be integral for Watford so uh, hopefully he'll be fit and he's definitely one to watch so the uh, so essentially the two the two best players to talk about are all moving to the northwest apparently it's, <laughs> it seems <laughs> um, I know this is probably a moot point as I said about Cardiff but uh, number two question as as it always has been is um, where is the best place for an away pint I mean we all know the London away days but you're just that little bit outside is there you know so when we come to this fixture next year fingers crossed if we're allowed to go to get and where can we go for a beer uh, definitely don't go for a beer in the ground because my understanding is that I think away fans don't even get served booze at, at Vicarage Road wow. so I, I've don't fall into that trap when you, uh, when you are uh, able to come to Vicarage Road. There is the Odd Fellows Arms, which is a, a, a cool pub, just a stone's throw away from uh, from Vicarage Road. That's that's popular with the Way fans. But of course, Watford is you know it's a wash with all the usual um, bars and uh, bars and pubs. So plenty of choice to go to, to go out. My advice would be definitely get the train uh, and bring your drinking boots. Plenty to go out in Watford. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Now. Uh, from from your end, I mean, you know, you, you, you know your squad better than ours. But uh, question number three is, who would you say is your most overrated player? The one that the, the opposition would talk about, but you're going, I really don't see it. Oh, it's difficult. I mean, judging on last yeah. year's performance, judging on last year's performances, most of them are, are overrated. Uh, <laughs> I'd get rid of a lot of them, if you, if you ask me. But I think... Um, I don't know, perhaps people like Roberto Pereira, who uh, has played in, in the Champions League. He's got, a, he's got a, a pretty impressive pedigree. I don't, for me, he never, really, he never really lived up to his, um, to his promise yeah. at, at Watford. So I think he's probably one that's, that's been ever so slightly frustrating for me. There's another guy who came in. We've had him for a little while now, and he's injured at the moment, so he hasn't got a chance to prove me wrong, which so uh, bad luck for him. But Isaac's success, I think, was one that came in with an amazing mm. name. Uh, for a start, yeah. a, a lot to live up to, and he he just hasn't he just hasn't cracked on at all. So he's he's a disappointment. But I think perhaps 
Pereira is one that people might have picked up on just because of his pedigree, and he never really uh, he never really did it for Watford, and I think uh, we'll see him depart in the coming weeks, to be honest. But I think the the squad that Watford have currently got, um, they're rebuilding obviously for the for the championship. They're, it's going to be very very different to the to the team that most people will have watched on Match of the Day get beaten week in week out last mm-hmm. last last year. And I, and I do joke saying that most of them are overrated, but I think Watford fans are quite pleased that there's a bit of a new broom sweeping through Watford and perhaps getting getting rid of some of those those players who weren't putting in the performances for whatever reason. Absolutely. Now the the next question is have you got any big injuries or questionable players? I think that I think you've covered that in the first question with mm-hmm. big ish. Um so I'm gonna skip that one and I'm gonna go straight on to your relationship with uh, with Sheffield Wednesday. And I'm gonna start with one. Now bear in mind you got rid of Nigel Pearson with uh with one game to go, I think it was, and the uh, million pound clause was in, in staying up and I mean you know I, that was mental right Watford after lockdown were dreadful they were right. they were really really bad and during during um, during lockdown we obviously had a lot of time to think about it. we thought right Nigel Pearson is the perfect man to get this squad reinvigorated get them ready to to kick on again after after lockdown he's a good man manager all the stuff that everyone knows and talks about about Nigel Pearson after lockdown, Watford were even worse than they were before it, which is which is saying something. They were unorganised, disinterested, um, ill-disciplined, uh, and I'm running out of bad words to say about them. And I think a lot of the a lot of the um, blame has to lay at the the feet of the players, but also Nigel Pearson as well. You know, he's the head coach. He was the man responsible for um, for 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 getting them together, getting them ready for matches, and it just wasn't happening. Um, and the, mm-hmm. the owners took a gamble. They wanted to stay in the Premier League for, I don't know, there's a hundred, hundred million good reasons, isn't there, why it's worth staying mm-hmm. in, the, in the Premier League. So they did what they thought was best. I think the, the chances are that Pearson would have left at the end of the season anyway. I believe that during lockdown, there were conversations about him uh, extending his contract and neither party could agree on that. So he was going to go anyway. Right. So I think perhaps in that context, it's not so much of a big surprise. Poor form. Him on the doing the off ski anyway. Why not roll the dice and see if they can uh, see if they can roll a double six again? Obviously, it didn't work and we went down, uh, and everyone looked a little bit silly. But perhaps not quite as big a surprise for for those close to the club than uh, than those outside it, if that makes sense. Fair enough. Now, what about like any other relationship with with uh, with Sheffield Wednesday? I mean, I think one of my earliest memories of uh, of Watford as a as a fan was a game where we went down to Vicarage Road and uh, we, we scored, Nicholas Alexanderson scored, and while we were still celebrating, I think Mark Kennedy spanked one in the far corner before we'd even reset and got back into shape. Uh, going back a good few years, I think we're talking late 90s Premier League yeah. days, or it might have been a cup game, I think. I think it was the FA Cup, and I was funny you yeah. mentioned that, because I think in the replay, this is one that really sticks in my mind, uh, mm. Paolo Di Canio got sent off, Kel Surprise. Yep. And I think he got his first booking um, for berating the linesman. In, in, in yes, that was the replay, wasn't it? And he got yeah. booked again. <laughs> yeah, about literally five seconds later, he just yeah, kept yeah. on going to, to the ref. And the ref, he had one of the most, look it up on YouTube, the ref says as he sends him off is absolutely hilarious. He's like, right, yeah. off you go. You know, he, yeah, he couldn't yeah, wait to whole, send him the off. The old um, headmaster routine. Yeah, I thought, well, that was the same fixtures, wasn't it? I think because... Obviously, Kennedy drew it up. That game finished one all, and then it was yeah. the replay at Hillsborough, wasn't it? That's right. And where then, he got sent uh, off. Yeah. And uh, yeah, ten man uh, Sheffield Wednesday won it on penalties with uh, yeah. ten points. If you can remember who scored the winning penalty, 
Oh, I want to say Scott Oaks or something like that. No, it was the mighty Kevin Pressman. Oh, it was it. Oh, it was one those. It was one of his absolute thunderstorm penalties, yeah. wasn't it? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It. Yeah. So that that's one of my. That's the one that sticks in, in my mind as well. So yeah, funny. Funny to mention it. <laughs> okay. So uh, this season there uh, must be. You, you are in a rebuild season, and we're in yeah. a. You know, a, a fight against a death season. I mean, what would be your expected league position this season? I mean, it is difficult because the Watford squad, like I said, is going to change wholesale. I think there's, there's a few eyebrows raised the, the other day when Watford announced their squad. That isn't going to be what the Watford squad looks like. There's, there's far too mm-hmm. many high earners, far too many players that want out, and there's far too many players that, that Watford want, want rid of. So it's going to be a very different side I get under a new head coach again. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's difficult to get a, a real sense at the moment because the squad is just... We just don't know what it's going to be like until that transfer window is shut and the, the, both the chief exec and the manager have said that they don't really know what the side is going to look like. So with that in mind, it's very, very difficult to have either confidence or, or nerves about, about where, where we're going to finish. The hope is, obviously, um, that they're in the shake-up because mm-hmm. uh, they, they'd look to bounce back soon. We, we saw a, a much-changed side against Middlesbrough. Um, but that was a decent side. I think on paper, that's a decent championship side that should be able to, to mix it with the, with the majority of sides in, in the division. So I'm setting myself up for fall here. And I'm looking, looking forward to the phone call at the end of the season when we're fighting relegation. But as supporters, <laughs> really, you've got to be hoping that Watford can be challenging to, to get up, whether it's through the playoffs or, or sneaking up in one of the two automatic positions. Hopefully, we're going to be competitive. And I'm, I'm pretty confident we are. I think the, the, the head coach seems like he means business. He's not one to suffer fools gladly. Um, have a quick look at him on the, on the internet and you'll see what I mean uh, by that. So new squad, new coach, New optimism, maybe. We'll see how long that lasts. Well, okay. So normally this <laughs> next one is place <laughs> place to watch coming through, but I'm gonna I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it. Fernando Forestieri has signed for your uh, what do you call it? Feeder club, sister club, uh, your uh, your 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 sibling club. Uh, are you <laughs> expecting him to turn up back playing in the championship for Watford on loan? No, no. I think. Ah. Um, I, I think that there's there's obviously there's there's regulations around the amounts of loans that that Watford are able to, uh, mm-hmm. well, any club's able to do, it, and I don't think they will use um, that option with with Fernando Forestieri. I think there's obviously a lot of uh, nostalgic Watford fans who would like to see uh, the diminutive young, well, it's not so young anymore, the diminutive little man back at, at Vicarage Road because fond memories of last time he was there. Um, but I think it's unlikely. I think he's going to be playing for, for Udinese this year. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that, whether you'd have welcomed him back to, to Hillsborough or, or not um, when, when you saw him. But yeah, I think, as, as you guys know, an amazing player on his day. I think probably mm-hmm. we spoke to, we spoke to Troy Deeney um, for, for the podcast well, five years ago now, the, the year that mm-hmm. Fernando was, was with us. And he said, said the guy is unbelievable. You know, in training, the talent the guy has is... Um, you know, is up there with with certainly the one of the the most talented and skillful performers at at the, at the club, and you don't lose that, do you? As a player, apparently, I wouldn't know. I've never had it to start with. So <laughs> he's, he can still do a job. I don't expect to see him at Watford, but we'll be we'll be watching with uh, with interest as uh, to how he does at uh, uh, in Italy with Udinese. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the the man is a mercurial genius. Don't get me wrong, but he is he's yeah. like Paolo Di Canio for us. Uh, he's he's great, but he is mad as a fish in petrol. 
We seem to find them. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where we get them from. Uh, okay, so on your travels, Mike, uh, you've probably been on a few grounds as, as we have. I mean, have you got any favourites? Obviously, aside from Hillsborough, uh, have you got any favourites that you like visiting? Oh, it's a really good question. And uh, I, I like to go to ones that I haven't been to, and there's not many of those, those left. It's a good question, you know. Now, I'm, what mm. I'm enjoying now, I've got a, a nine-year-old son. And uh, what I lo- yeah. was looking forward to about being the championship was being able to take him to, to games a little bit more. And it's, I think it's ones that there's just a bit of a journey behind. Uh, ones that yeah. you can sit on the train with your mates, have a chat, have a beer, have a catch-up. Um, and I think the grounds with a bit of history, the grounds that, that, that mean something, um, the imposing grounds of which Hillsborough is, of course, of one, you know, mm. big, uh, and I mean this in the, with, in, in the best possible way, the old fashioned, the traditional style stadium mm. with, a, with a big home crowd where you feel up against it. Uh, like you do mm. at Sheffield Wednesday when the when the fans get going, I think that is the epitome of a good away day, isn't it? When you're sort of really up against it, and then if you can yep. lick it in the last minute and go home with a smile on your face, all the better. But I think there's loads in the in the championship. I'm interested to see Brentford's, you know, the new one because we love going to Griffin Park, and uh, it'd be interesting to see the uh, the new one compared to to Griffin Park. But plenty to go out in the championship. I think I think you're right. I think uh, Brentford for me is one that I will miss. I really I really enjoy Griffin Park, and and that imposing. Uh, thing that you talk about. I remember going to a cup game away at uh, Aston Villa and mm. uh, the first time I'd ever been to uh, to Villa Park, I don't know why, just one of those that I'd just never been to and um, and it was two all and when they score, the noise that hits you, uh, you know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're, wow, this, yeah. is, this is a terrifying, I mean, and also coupled with the fact that, you know, Villa, Aston itself is the well, shithole. <laughs> Interesting area, yeah. I think Birmingham, Birmingham, Birmingham's a good one. St Andrews is always uh, one that you yeah. have to run the gauntlet. That's that's good fun, and uh, Notts Forest as well. I think I always enjoy the trips to the to the city ground. That always feels like a like a proper yeah, away proper day. Ground. So uh, yeah, I think Sheffield Wednesday, Birmingham, uh, Forest, yeah, the big clubs really. I'm a bit of a glory hunter, aren't I? By the sounds of things, <laughs> must be. Okay, so finally, my apologies to put you in this. Uh, in this position, but uh, can I trouble you for a score prediction, Mike? Oh, so, so difficult. So difficult. This is a really, really good challenge for, for Watford, I think. A really good early challenge. I think it'll send them in good stead. Several Wednesday have obviously started really well. Brilliant uh, opening day win, wasn't it, at, at Cardiff? Mm. Followed up with a great win in the, in the Carabao Cup as well. And I do wonder whether, obviously, the nightmare with the, with the points deduction might actually... Um, bizarrely act in your favour, sort of light a fire under mm. everyone a little bit. Um, so I think this is going to be a massive, massive challenge for Watford. Vlad- Vladimir Ivic is very defence-minded. He, he wants to make Watford difficult to beat, so I think that will be his first target. So I don't think there's going to be many goals. Um, I wonder if it could be 1-0 either way. Um, I've got to be positive, haven't I? I've got to be optimistic and say Watford will nick a, a 1-0 win, but wouldn't be surprised to see it, it go the other way. I think it'll be a really interesting match. I can't, can't wait to see it. It's very diplomatic of you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Terrible, isn't it? Boring. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? <laughs> the, uh, the guy at Cardiff last week uh, predicted a draw, like a, a high-scoring one, like two or three all, I think, if I remember rightly. I, I don't think any of us expected a, uh, an away win at Cardiff. That was mental. But, uh, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Ash, I'm going to pass it back to you. The Wednesday Week Podcast. A strictly unbiased view on Sheffield Wednesday. The world's greatest football club. Oh, cheers, guys. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, Mike thinks they're going to pull off a, uh, a narrow win. So, uh, yeah, good luck with that one. He didn't have a moustache, so I'm quite disappointed. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, he's, uh, he, uh, he sounded more Welsh than the last one. He definitely had a better Welsh than the guy from Cardiff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, as, as always, getting to the, towards the end of the show, uh, we, uh, any other business? So uh, ask the guys and girls if they'd like to uh, put anything towards. And I think we have got some any other business. So uh, Simon, what was your any other business? Yeah, well, we've, we've, we've all mentioned about not going to watch any football matches. And then this week, um, I know there's some trials this weekend, isn't there, in League One, where they let in um, a thousand, well, Ben corrected me earlier, a thousand people into the stadium. But that doesn't include... That, that has to include stewards and everybody else. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. End up in there. So if you're a steward at a game, uh, you know, if you're a steward at Hillsborough and they move it over to Hillsborough, then you're guaranteed getting in. So maybe we all ought to apply for stewards' jobs. That's just... How many stewards are they employing? Are they just letting in people who are going to run on the pitch? 999. <laughs> 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 you're going to have 999 stewards for one person. And yeah, they're still going to kick it. And they're still going to argue. It's your dad. <laughs> they're still going to argue. is there surrounded by 999 stewards. <laughs> argue, arguing with himself. <laughs> yeah. Getting kicked out. <laughs> so, they'd still run out of pies. <laughs> oh, well, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, right. Oh, sorry, Simon. So, um, Wednesday uh, this week, published on the website... Um, their plans for if we can go back. So effectively, uh, if you've got, now it names a couple of things here. Um, the 10 year season ticket holders, remember those from last season. So these are the people who get priority. So I don't know how many That's this holds. Five. How many? That's 12. Five. Is, it, is it five? <laughs> I, I, I read somewhere it was is 12. Is your actual number? I read somewhere on it, yeah, honestly. I read somewhere, but you know what Twitter and, and the internet's like, it's full of shit stats that I get off. So um, I'm sure it was something like 12. 12, right. So that's 12 people in getting. Um, so it's going to be uh, 1867 members, multi season ticket holders who have got more than one year, well, one or more year running, which is going to be anyway, and 2021 season ticket holders. So You've, uh, nobody else can, can get in. However, we were, we were talking earlier on about this, weren't we, guys, before we were on, about how many season ticket holders we hold. So we've, we've got something between 12,000 and 16,000. So say you go 14,000, they probably only allow about 5,000 people <coughs> in. Um, they haven't been advised on what numbers are yet, and, and the uh, EFL will advise on that. So even when it comes to that, we're all not going to get in, who, those people who fit those criterias. So then there's going to be a ballot. So if you want to go to a game and you hold a season ticket or any of those others, you then have to apply to say, I'd like to come, which I would imagine would be all of us in that category. And then it goes into a ballot. And you have to um, say what bubble you're going in. So for ourselves, there's three, three of us. Um, and then that dictates where you will sit in the ground. No away fans, so they're opening the away end to home supporters. And then for ourselves, we've got season tickets in the grandstand, but we'll actually be put in the cot. So we get to um, sit in the 45... <laughs> so we get to sit in yeah. the 45 pound seats on yeah. the away end. And, and also as well, um, yeah, you'll be able to... I mean, actually the best view in the, in the stadium is actually in the away end, Upper, upper West. 
that's probably one of the best views in the whole of our stadium, to be honest. I hope you all get to experience our view. Well, I won't because I'm a bubble of three, so we're up near the band. I hope they don't get it. If they don't get it, done. That's it. If they'll be first on list, then won't they get it? Oh no, they'll be at Leeds, won't they? They'll be on Leeds one. They go there. The for you though, Ash. Yes. They're not opening any of the bars, so you won't be able to buy a pie. And and just on that, excuse my French, but I couldn't give a fuck, Simon, because oh, I, well, I think I think Holly is with me. Uh, I think I can't go. I'm not allowed a season ticket. How shit's that? That's crap, actually. Uh, so, so anyway, that's my bitter self. So. It'd be interesting to see what happens if they do let us back. Obviously, areas are going into lockdown again now. But what you can do is you can um, have iFollow if you want, and you can apply before. It's for, the, for £10, you can watch, listen to commentary from different radio stations, and then you can have that taken off your season ticket figure at the end. So if you've got a season ticket and you only make so many games, they will refund you. So effectively, that comes out of your little bank account of money that you've got. And then right. if there's any money left at the end, you're allowed to use that towards another season ticket or towards home ticket. You're not allowed to have your money back. You can't have your money back. Right. So just theoretically, I haven't, but just say I've got like five mates. Yeah. Um, and we're all season ticket holders. Yeah. And we all live together. And yeah. So do they only take one £10? Because so, we can all watch it on one telly. Or yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's quite good, isn't it? So yeah. right, so fourteen thousand people can come round to my house and watch it. So then we can all have his bedroom. <laughs> yeah. you, you might get a bit of a thigh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh no, shit! What yeah. you do? I saw a thing today on Twitter that is if you all dress up as policemen, right? <laughs> all dress up as policemen, police women. Go in the house dressed up as coppers. Then your neighbours will think that you've already that somebody else has rung the coppers and dobbed you in. So you're fine. They won't bother ringing because they'll just think a load of police are in your house. And to be honest, Ash, where we live, right, our locality um, of the Dinnington region, we're used to lots of coppers going in houses, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nothing unusual there. Uh, (laughs) So I need a steward's outfit and a policeman outfit. (laughs) I'm starting to be in this... (laughs) Holly, I'm not sure. No, don't. She's new on the podcast. Don't bother, Simon. <laughs> Where do you live? Anyway, um... <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah. So, so what what we're saying is that basically they they they're suspending all all season tickets and everything, and um, you've got to go in a ballot basically. So, do you have to apply? So, if if we say uh, we're playing, I don't know. Middlesbrough at home and you want to go yeah. and see that yeah. you can apply for that one but then the week after if you're going fishing yeah, or, you can, it, it, it doesn't say you, that you can't apply for every single one it's just, you have to pick and choose you, you, it's, you, you have to so it's Watford this week so you'd, you'd email in and say my bubble's three I'd like to apply for three tickets and then they send they will send you a code back and then you can buy choose your tickets in your allotted stand and then if it's next week, it's Borough, then you can apply for that as well, but you might not be lucky. Right. So, you so in theory, could the same people win the ballot every time? Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or do they get rid of those people because they've had a turn and then other no, people get one? It doesn't say yeah. that. It's a ballot and it's, it's open mm. every time to everybody. So you're telling me there's not going to be certain fans that 
happen to uh, have a winning ticket every home game? Hmm. Mates of Barry Bannon. Shay's <laughs> <laughs> Shay's getting his ticket. <laughs> he deserves it. He should. He should it be. Was... On, he should be on the uh, the bench. <laughs> yeah. He should. He should. He totally deserves it. That guy. He's, he's done amazing, and uh, I think he knows that the Wednesday week support him every every step of the way. We yeah. cycled with him, myself and Stevie, so it was a good day, that one. Oh, it's great. Well, I'm, unfortunately, I know you've all had enough of me and everything, but um, that we're coming to the end. I know we've all loved it, haven't we? So, uh, what shall I say? So, I'll just say thank you to everyone. And if the fans want to hurl um, positives at you, because we don't hurl abuse, uh, positive vibes at everyone, where can we find you? So, Holly, what's your Twitterage handle? If you oh. don't mind, that is. <laughs> Hang on, I don't actually know what it is, so go to everyone else, then come back to me. Not just me. No, yeah, it's not, not just me. Go on then. Simon, uh, I think everyone knows, uh, everyone knows yours, Simon. So uh, yeah, go on just, then. Just... just go on the uh, TW cast one. They don't need to, you know. <laughs> you just oh, hiding, hiding, hiding behind I, it. I, <laughs> um, I got called a nonce this week by a Sheffield United fan, so I now feel that oh. I, I am now... Were they? I'm feeling quite happy now. I think I've made it on Twitter because I've actually had some abuse. Because I know you and you and myself, Ash, have not had a lot of abuse, have we? It always tends to be aimed at Vic. Uh, yeah. Unless you're a Huddersfield fan and then you just aim it at Ben. Um, Daily. But I, I, got, I got called a, a nonce this week. So I now know I've made it on Twitter. So, very educated put me down, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll hide behind that, but it's um, I think it's at uh, Simon Jigsaw 1000, I think. Yeah, it's something like that. Go on then, Ben. Remind everyone where they can uh, follow you for all your Huddersfield musings. Um, ben, at Ben underscore Woody 23. <coughs> oh, oh, oh hang on. Is that, oh. That's not a daddy long legs, is it? You've just swallowed. No, no, not this week. <laughs> Go on, Holly. Have you managed to uh, find yourself? I found yourself? it, yes. Uh, it's at when Wednesday. Is that it? That's it. Wow. Well, very topical. <laughs> uh, now you can find me at uh, Rogers Ash on uh, on Twitter. And now, um, well, I have been given access to the official Twitter, so uh, there may be some uh, stats going out. But uh, thank you very much for uh, joining me, and uh, we'll see you all later. Bye. The Wednesday week. Grab a pint, get comfy, and enjoy the show. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.